Hello, and welcome to Tech Leadership Insights, the podcast that gives you an insider's take on how to be a better tech leader in this crazy world. I'm your host, Shant Wong. Today, I have a message for you all. Stop being nice. It's nice to be nice, isn't it? Well, not so fast. Buckle up and stay tuned. I was at my son's school the other day, and I saw the following quote on a poster. If you have the choice between being right and being kind, choose being kind, by Dr. Wayne Dyer. Now at first I thought, that's a nice quote, maybe I could use it at work sometime. But on my way back to my office, I felt something didn't exactly sit quite right with me about it. I thought, it probably runs the risk of missing the nuance between being nice versus being kind, it could be easily misinterpreted, and hence, it probably would be. We should first talk about what the difference is between being nice versus being kind. In everyday conversation, being nice and being kind are pretty much used interchangeably. Both being nice and being kind are first grounded in empathy. It requires you to understand where the other person is coming from. The difference between being nice versus being kind is what you end up doing with that understanding. When you're being nice, you use that understanding to think about how you can make the other person feel good. Saying good morning to a stranger as you pass them by, or helping to hold the door open when someone's hands are full coming out of a grocery store is nice. Now don't get me wrong, it's all good. The challenge arises when being nice conflicts with doing the right thing. If you see something that isn't quite right, that maybe is even on the verge of being embarrassing if it was pointed out, being nice might mean you just ignore it. Being kind, on the other hand, would be about fixing it without ever mentioning it. Nice has the intention on making people feel good, and you often get a positive recognition in return. Saying good morning to a stranger and getting no response will leave you less likely to say it again. Kindness, however, is acted upon from within. You initiate it without any real expectation of acknowledgement or response. You do it precisely to help someone. Now let's talk about it from a leadership perspective. What does it mean to be a nice leader versus to be a kind leader? When it comes to being a leader, being a nice leader might come in similar forms. When you're grabbing a coffee, you would stop to say hello and chat with people about their weekend. You might even spend some time to learn a little bit about them and have some small talk. However, as a leader, you will be faced with many hard conversations and hard decisions, whether it's feedback you give about work being below the bar, 
a poor annual review, or even a layoff. The simple truth is that you really can't be nice and also have a hard conversation. Chances are, if you're focused on being nice, you'll just avoid the hard conversation. Or if you actually try to be nice while delivering the hard message, you'll be seen as disingenuous. You won't make someone feel good after bad news. They're just incompatible. On the other hand, you can be kind even when it's bad news. Being kind means using your understanding of the situation to actively help someone. It requires you to take a step back and not always do the easy thing to be nice, but to invest in helping someone. Being kind is not transactional. It's about having respect. Being kind when things are hard are what makes all the difference. Let's consider the following scenario. Now, imagine you're coming out of a heated debate about a proposal that one of your staff was leading. In that meeting, they were acting defensive about the proposal, not listening to the feedback being provided and acting borderline dismissive. Now, they're clearly upset coming out of the meeting and they say to you, can you believe what they were saying in there? They're just being ridiculous. You know that your employee's behavior was not right, even if you agree with some of the feedback was not really correct. Now, what would a nice leader do? By seeing how upset they are coming out of it, you might just focus on them getting to feel better. You might just walk away and just pretend it never happened. Or you might agree with them and say, you're right, some of that feedback doesn't make any sense. Or you might even say, hey, good job working on that proposal by ignoring the feedback that came after. You didn't lie per se, but you didn't really tell the whole truth. While this might get them to calm down in the short term, these situations have a tendency to bite back and back hard. The other members of the team may start to model the same behavior in other meetings, deeming it acceptable if not condoned. They will continue to repeat these kinds of interactions in the next meetings. The feedback providers will stop giving inputs because they feel like they're unheard and chastised, so it's pointless. And when it comes to an annual review time, you need to write up the bad situation and talk to them about the dissonance between what great work they believe they've done and what they actually did. You'll have to face all of that because you were just trying to be nice. It's shocking how being nice can actually create a bad company culture. Now let's consider what a kind leader might do in the same situation. Seeing how upset they are coming out of it, you could do a few things. You know that their behavior is wrong, so you know that it needs to be addressed directly and soon. Give them a heads up that you want to talk about how that meeting went. Don't delay and have this conversation within 24 hours, if not immediately after. Now the kind leader's objective is to get the person to understand why it's important to change their behavior and to actually help them to do it. The conversation you have with them begins with an opportunity for them to reflect upon it. Use open-ended questions like, how did you think that meeting went? And is there anything you think that could have gone differently? Lead the conversation with questions because that will help you build the empathy you need to engage at the deeper level to actually help. Perhaps you'll learn that they got upset because they invested so much time, or that the feedback had already been addressed prior to the meeting. 
The better you understand the context from their perspective, the easier time you will have in connecting and finding the best way to help them. You want to see if they have the self-awareness that, that what they did was not appropriate. Understanding where they come from informs what you should do next. If they lack self-awareness, then you need to discuss your observations and the impact of their behavior on others. If they were upset by previously addressed feedback, then you might coach them on how they can address previously raised concerns. If they feel that the feedback was incorrect or irrelevant, ask them to engage in asking clarifying questions back, like, I've never looked at it from that perspective. Can you tell me a little bit more about the motivation or what the risk is? The kind leader recognizes that their job is to act as a coach, not a critic. You don't go into a public conversation to punish or denigrate someone's work or behavior or to embarrass them. Being a kind leader is to be invested in helping someone and spending the effort to do so, even if that means finding someone else to help them, like finding them a mentor that they can work with. The truth is, being a nice leader is easy, but being a kind one is hard. As you can see from the previous example, being nice can be actually very easy. You just say a few words, or you don't, and you just move on. But being kind is a lot of hard work. You will need to spend the time to actually work with that person, and you're invested in growing that person in the right way. There will be times when they can revert to their old ways, but you keep helping them and encourage them to improve. So what's the impact of being kind to your staff? You will see a change in their behavior. Your team will see your kindness and your investment in helping them to be their best. You lead by example and foster a culture where you don't dodge the hard conversations, but address them head on, but with care. Your team will be kinder to each other by being direct, but also working together to address gaps. Everybody calls me the nice guy, but all of my soft party days are in the past. I'm never ever gonna be a nice guy. I've learned that nice guys always finish last Once I loved a girl more than words can ever say So let's revisit the original quote. It went like this. If you have the choice between being right and being kind, choose being kind. It's not really that I disagree with it. It's just that I think there is a premise that has a false equivalence. I don't think that you need to choose between being right and being kind. Here's something that I came up with. Don't choose between being right and being kind, because being kind is always the right thing. There is one more quote that I came across that 
I want to leave you with. It goes like this. Do kind things for people, not because of who they are, but because of who you are, by Harold Kushner. Now that is a quote I can get behind. Thank you all so much for listening to the very first Tech Leadership Insights podcast. I really hope you all enjoyed it, and the only thing that I ask for in return is feedback. Signing off until next time, I'm Shant Wong, and always remember, you manage things.